everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Royal One Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to discover your purpose, embrace your identity, and engage your faith tenaciously. I'm your host, Dr. Lysandra Barnes, life coach, Bible teacher, author, and founder of Royal One Enterprise which is a women's empowerment company. I am so excited to be with you and I hope you are having an amazing day. In this episode, we'll be discussing five ways to overcome fear. I don't know about you, but 2020 has been very interesting and it has bred a lot of instability and fear in our nation. And because of these changes, we must acknowledge and face the fears that are holding us back from fulfilling the purpose, dreams, and destiny that God has placed inside of us. So let's go on a journey of empowerment today. You ready? Let's go. What dreams do you have that you've always wanted to pursue, but too afraid to step out and accomplish them? Have you been praying for God to open doors to incredible opportunities, but once the doors open, you talk yourself out of the blessing? Are you consumed with negative thoughts surrounding yourself and your goals? Has it gotten to a point where you feel like it's too late? Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not too late and you still have the opportunity to go from being fearful to fearless. Overcoming your fears will be challenging, but it will also be the most rewarding experience you will encounter because you are coming face to face with the beliefs that you hold about yourself, the expectations placed on you by others, and the unfulfilled promises that God has set before you. When I'm operating from a fear mindset, I began to overanalyze situations, trying to decipher every possible scenario and create an answer for each one. I end up so focused on what could potentially happen that I never get around to fulfilling the task that I actually set to accomplish. You see, the fear mindset has the power to shape our beliefs, feelings, and actions. So you know what? I decided to do a little research. I went to go look up the definition of fear and I found out that fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat, or it's an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger real or imagined. Wow. So my takeaway from that definition is that fear is a belief. And to me, it's the way that I think it's the root of the issue. So if we think about a tree, the root of that tree is going to be the belief of fear that it says that it is an unpleasant feeling triggered by a perception of danger, real or imagined. So if it hasn't even happened yet and it's so consuming my mind, I'm in a space of fear, right? So the next thing I wanted to look at is not only what does it mean to have fear, but what does it mean to be afraid? Because a lot of times when we say, I fear something, the next thing that comes out of our mouth is that we're afraid of it, right? So the definition of afraid is a feeling of fear or anxiety, worried that something undesirable will occur or be done, unwilling or reluctant to do something for fear of the consequences. You're anxious about the well-being or safety of that thing. Being afraid is the feeling and how you engage this idea of what is perceived danger, real or imagined. So it is, if we go back to that tree, Example, it would be like the trunk of that tree. So we said fear was the root. The trunk of that tree is going to be being afraid, right? And then what's left? It's going to be the leaves and the branches, which will be danger. And danger is a real action. It's the situation that can cause harm. The definition says the possibility of suffering harm or injury. A person or thing is likely to cause harm or injury. If we think about fear, fear starts in our mind. 
right? He said, it's a belief. And then it moves into my emotions and it's the feeling that I'm now acting out. And then the danger is the real action. And you know what? I start reading the scripture to see what does God say about fear? In 2 Timothy 1 and 7, the amplified version, it says, for God has not given us a spirit of timidity or cowardness or fear, but has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound judgment and personal discipline, the abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Now I read this in the amplified version, so it may sound a little bit different than the normal. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And so this scripture reminds us that God has a replacement for the beliefs, feelings, and actions that's surrounding the progression of fear in one's life. So let's go back and look, we said when that fear mindset, you have the belief of fear, you have the emotion of feeling afraid, and then you have the actual action of danger, right? But according to the scripture, God is saying, I didn't give you that spirit. What I gave you was power is your mindset to believe that you can do anything. Love is the feeling that I can embrace what's there. And then a sound mind means I make right decisions. Wow. Look at how those two compare to each other. As believers, we don't have to accept anything that's not given from God. So fear, I don't have to accept that. Now, you know me, I absolutely love, 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 love watching movies. And so I found a movie that really inspired me concerning fear. And it is the movie After Earth. After Earth is a great movie that provides a great depiction of the journey one must take to overcome their fears, fulfill their purpose and mend the relationship with the parent. Now this movie stars Will Smith and Jaden Smith. I know it didn't do that well in the box office, but it is amazing. You need to see it. Now in that movie, Will Smith has a great quote concerning fear. This is what he says. Fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is the product of our imagination causing us to fear things that does not at present and may not ever exist. That is near insanity. Now, do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. I'm going to say that again because I think that this quote is so powerful. He says, fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is the product of our imagination causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. That is near insanity. Now don't misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. My goodness. What happens if we take hold of that mindset, that fear, is a choice. What would you do if you knew that fear was a choice? If you had the power to make that decision to say, I do not want to be afraid anymore. I'm not going to. I'm going to step out and do the things that I'm going to do. There is nothing holding me back. Why? Because God has not given me the spirit of fear, but he gave me power, love, and a sound mind. I am able to fulfill the goals, the destiny, the plans that he's placed in my life. My goodness, what happens when we release that lie of the enemy and take hold of what God has said as truth? My God and my King, my goodness, my goodness. 
I love this movie because it reminds me of the relationship that we have with God and how we must trust him for his guidance and how we face our fears and utilize the tools he's given us to be victorious. So if you've never seen the movie, let me give you an overview of the movie. Now, maybe a little longer than normal, but you have to understand the basis of this movie. So after Earth takes place in the 31st century and for the last millennium, humans have not been living on Earth. They've been living on Nova Prime because Earth is no longer inhabitable. So the United Ranger Corps helped the efforts to transport humans to the new planet. But while on Nova Prime, humans encountered aliens that released Ursus to kill them. Now check this out. Ursas were monsters that were blind and could only sense humans by the fear they secreted through their pheromones. Prime Commander Cypher Rage, which is Will Smith's character, he became the first ranger to be able to ghost or to be undetected by the Ursa. Now, Katai, which is Jaden Smith, wanted to be like his father, so he trained to be a ranger. He can pass all of the written tests, all the physical tests, but he was unable to pass the field test because he was internally struggling with his sister's death, which he blamed himself for. He was afraid of the Ursa. And of course, he had a struggling relationship with his father so those were some issues he had but as a group of rangers was heading to a training facility the spaceship encountered this asteroid storm that damaged the ship leaving them to crash land on earth now everybody on the ship dies except for katai and commander which is will smith's character is left with two broken legs so he can't do anything he's just stuck in the ship and so since the ship is broken apart, he is sending Katai out on this mission to go get the beacon to retrieve from the other end of the ship to call for help, which is about, you know, 70 kilometers away. And now this guy who's never been on Earth before has to navigate the unknown terrains of Earth not get killed by an Ursa or the animals that's there, hopefully make it back in time so they'll be saved. So the interesting thing about this, and this is the part where it reminds me a lot of our relationship with God, is that while on the mission, Katai is alone, right? As he's traveling to the other side of the ship, but his father is speaking to him through his suit. So you can hear him and see him. And so Katai, he undergoes some life-threatening events that stretches him to the max. He's reminded of his past fears when he comes up to those tough moments. While on that journey, Katai and his father are having these hard and meaningful conversations. It's so interesting because on our journey with God, when we're facing our fears, that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna be put in situations where it's gonna stretch us to the max. And we're going to want to give up, but we have to stay in it because it's life or death. We have to make that choice to fulfill our destiny and our purpose in life. And then there's those points when we have to have those tough conversations where it's like, I got to be mad. I need to cry. I need to say what's on my heart. I need to get out how I feel because there's something inside of me that I need to tell you that I've, I haven't been able to say. And that's where God is. And the other thing is like, we're out here on earth trying to live our best life for Jesus. And you know what? He is in heaven. And so we, we can only hear him speak to our heart. We can hear him, you know, through the word of God, we can hear, you know, through the sermons that we listen to and through the music that we listen to, we can hear the direction and, and guidance of, of the Holy Spirit, but that's just how it is, right? But one thing that I love about it is that not only is the commander in the ship, but he's guiding him through that process. And he provides Katai with some amazing tools when he felt overwhelmed. And I'm going to share just a few of those tools that he said that I use in my own personal life. I'm telling you, 
this movie changed my life. He said when Katai was overwhelmed and he was, you know, running around and doing too much, he told him to take a knee and recenter himself. Root yourself in the present moment. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you feel? Recognize your power. This will be your creation. Control yourself. Then he said, you are running from nothing. And he says, what do you think you should have done? And this is when his sister had said something that I thought was really good. She said, are you scared? He says, no, I'm tired. Good. You filled your heart with something else. And the last thing that stuck out to me is when he said, you are still in that box. It is time to come out. These one-liners spoke to my spirit. When I'm dealing with fear and I feel overwhelmed and I just can't get out of that fear mindset and I'm just shoulda, woulda, coulda, what happened? What would they say? What would they do? I don't know. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? And I never make a choice. I think to myself, Sandra, take a knee. Recenter yourself. Root yourself in that present moment. What do I hear? What do I feel? What do I smell? Like the reality of where am I at? Am I in a safe space? Yes. Change that mindset. And even as you're going through, you know, a tough moment, recognize your power. You have control in this space. The only thing you can control is yourself. So recognize what you bring to the table because you can do this. If you're on that journey, you're able to overcome. You're able to succeed. You just have to see past what you're looking at in front of you and remember the goal. Amen. Amen. And then the question that I love is that, what do you think you should have done? So if you make a mistake or you feel like something didn't go right, instead of of blaming someone else, what do you think you should have done? What would you do differently? Now that, you know, hindsight's 2020, what would you do differently? And then I realized from that when he says, are you scared? No, I'm tired. Good. You filled your heart with something else. What is my heart filled with? When I'm afraid, what is my heart filled with? When I fill it with something else, when I fill it with love, peace, joy, patience, kindness, I'm in a different space than I'm filling with anxiety, worry, fear, doubt low self-esteem. So when you're in that moment and you're feeling afraid, fill your heart with something else. And then the last one that, that just spoke volumes to me is when they said, you are still in that box. It is time to come out. It is time y'all. It is time for us to overcome our fear. It is time for us to go from fearful to fearless. It is time for us to be all that God has called us to be. Let's step out of that box of fear and let's move into faith. Let's take a chance to say, God, I trust you. I may not understand this. I may not see it, but if you have equipped me, I can overcome. If you brought me to it, you will bring me through it. What's Kier Shear say? Something has to break. I believe you'll get me to it. I believe you'll lead me to it. I believe that you can do it right now. Come on. Something has to break. Let's break the chains of this fear now in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you guys about a time where I had to face my fear when I had to finally write my book. So writing my book was a dream that I had for years since 2012. Every time I spoke about my book, people would get so excited about the content and would ask me how they could purchase a copy. Sadly, I had to tell them that I had never finished it. And the response would be, well, why haven't you finished it yet? I would give them a million excuses as to why I haven't finished. But it was one day I realized that it was fear that was hindering me from completing my book. It took me five years to muster up enough courage to face myself and finish the book. But once I began that process, it was transformative. So let me tell you a little bit about my book. My book is entitled Rejected to Accept It, and it is an empowering guide to wholeheartedness. 
This book explores the personal triumphs and struggles I faced while embarking on a journey of self-discovery after experiencing fatherlessness, domestic violence, and a series of failed and unhealthy relationships. More than a memoir, Rejected to Accept It empowers the reader to overcome the crippling effects of rejection and domestic violence. You learn how to love yourself and others the way God intended, and you can create healthy patterns for future relationships. This book provides hope and inspiration. Maybe you have personal experiences that left you heartbroken or questioning your worth. Rejected to Accept It will encourage you to allow Jesus to repair the shattered pieces of your heart with the glue of his love. Rejected to Accept It is available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com in both paperback and ebook formats. Welcome back to the show. Let's jump into five practical steps for overcoming your fear. You ready? Step one, if you have a pen, paper, let's write these down. Number one, identify the areas of your life that are consumed with fear. I'll say it again. Identify the areas of your life consumed with fear. God has great things in store for you. To get those great things, you have to confront the issue that makes you tremble with fear and doubt. As a child of God, stand on God's promises when he said, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed or intimidated for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's Joshua 1 and 9. You have the strength and the authority to stand up to those issues and say, I denounce you and you no longer have dominion over me. It doesn't matter what the situation is. There's nothing that you cannot overcome. So what areas are you finding the most resistance in your life with you trying to progress? Is it personal, relational, academic, financial? Is it business related? Is it spiritual? Write down that area. By discovering the area that is consumed by fear, it allows you to identify the tactics the enemy uses to keep you defeated. I say this all the time. If you don't take authority over fear, you will be led by it for the rest of your life. If you don't take authority over fear, you will be led by it for the rest of your life. And we said something has to break and we are no longer going to be led by fear. As I sit here, I think about that song. I'm no longer a slave to fear for I am a child of God. Let's step into that. I am a child of God space. You split the sea so I can walk right through it. Who Jesus, don't get me started. Y'all. I'm about to sing this song, lift my hands and worship. Let me get back to this podcast. I'm feeling it today. This fear is breaking. It's breaking off of your life. It's breaking off of my life. Let's move into the things God has called us to y'all. It is time. Do not miss your next level moment. Oh my goodness. I am feeling the power of the Lord over here. I'm telling you. So number two, educate yourself on the things that you are afraid of. Take the time and learn about areas in which you fear the most. If it's love, learn about healthy relationships. What does it mean to be vulnerable? Discover your love languages. If it's business, learn about marketing, how to create a business plan, what kind of business you want to establish. You have to be willing to change the negative narrative surrounding your fears and replace them with the truth. What are the true statements that you can rehearse concerning those areas? If you, again, uh, want to learn about love, you can realize that I am loved. I am valuable. I am wanted. I am enough. 
love will find me when it's time. I can be married. I will be married. I will be, you know, a wife and a mother. Start rehearsing those truths over your life. No matter what has happened, we're going to step in faith now. By educating yourself, you are also empowering yourself with the boldness to conquer anything. Amen. Number three, realize that you are not alone. During these times, you can become fearful and lonely. If you are a Christian, you are never alone. Jesus Christ is always with you. Through Christ, you can trust him for direction in life. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. When you trust in, depend on, and rely on God as your vital necessity, you will realize that you are not doing anything of yourself but fulfilling your preordained steps. If you want a song that's going to encourage you, turn on Ty Delaney's Proverbs 3. That'll get you going. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. I will hide your word in my heart. Let me tell you, y'all, my gospel playlist is hitting over here, okay? I want to provide you guys with some encouraging scriptures that will also uplift you when you're on your journey of overcoming fear because there will be so many things coming at you. You want to be able to have tools in your toolbox that will uplift your heart during this time. So here's the scriptures that I thought that would be really helpful. 1 John 4, 18 says, there is no fear in love. Perfect love puts fear out of our hearts. People have fear when they are afraid of being punished. The man who is afraid does not have perfect love. So we said we're moving from fearful to fearless and that we're overcoming our fear. We need to know that perfect love casts out fear. Where do we get perfect love? In Jesus Christ. If you don't know him, he loves you. He died on the cross for you. You can know him right now. The second scripture I want to encourage you with is Isaiah 41.10. He says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will give you strength and for sure I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with my right hand that is right and good. Amen. God is saying, I will be with you. He is saying, do not fear. Do not be afraid. I will be with you. Deuteronomy 31, 8 says, the Lord is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will be faithful to you. He will not leave you alone. Do not be afraid or troubled. I think about as I read this scripture, I think about Psalms 23, where it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley, of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come from me. I think about that when he's saying, I'm going to go before you. So even if you're walking through a sunless valley right now and you're in a fearful space right now and you feel like no one is there, God is not speaking. You don't feel like you feel like you're all alone. He is saying right here that I go before you. I will be with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I am faithful. He's saying, do not fear. I am with you. Do not be afraid. My perfect love casts out fear. He is reminding you right now that he hears you. He sees you. He loves you. You listening to this podcast on purpose because he wants you to know that he is here with you. He's never left you. He's never going to forsake you. You are going to get through this. He is going before you. The way will be made. Here's the thing. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, do not worry. Learn to pray about everything. Give thanks to God and ask him for what you need. And the peace of God is much greater than that of human mind can understand. This peace will keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Let the peace of God rest over you. 
right now. Let the peace of God rest over you. No more torment. There is no bondage. No more bondage. Let the peace of God begin to caress your heart so you don't have to worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. Learn to pray about everything. If it's on your heart and you feel overwhelmed, give it to God. Lord, I submit and surrender whatever the situation is to you. I'm going to cast my cares on you because you care for me. Fight this battle for me and I will take your peace that surpasses all understanding and let it guard my heart and my mind. I thank you for caring for me so much that you are willing to go before me. Thank you that you're willing to take on my baggage. Thank you that you want me to have peace. Thank you that you love me enough that you will not leave me in mess. In Jesus name. Then number four, I want you to rehearse your past accomplishments. There are times you forget that you are capable of fulfilling tasks because you have never done them before. By rehearsing your past achievements, you will increase your confidence because you are replacing thoughts of failure with thoughts of success. You will realize that there were times when you felt like you couldn't make it, but you accomplished that task. So here's the thing. I wrote my book three months before I started my doctoral program. I went through that process. I was crying. I felt overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do, but I had to trust God and trust the process to get me through. And little did I know that my book was maybe 4,000 words less than the minimum requirement for writing my dissertation. And I wrote my book in the same style of my dissertation. And so for me, when it got time for me to write my dissertation, I had a point to rehearse my past victories and my past accomplishments saying, Sandra, you just wrote a book the same length and the same style, similar topic. You can do this in the same amount of time. You can do this. I don't care what it looks like right now. These chapters may seem big, but you've done this already. You've done this already. You can do this. Who are you, great mountain, that you shall not bow low? You can do this. But when I start rehearsing those past accomplishments, saying you've been in a grad program before, you've done this. You are a scientist. Don't forget that. You've done so many things in your life. You've overcome so many things that this mountain that's in front of you can come down too. So do not let that thing make you afraid when you start rehearsing your past accomplishments. And then the other thing I would say, don't discount what you've done. To you, it may seem small, but that small victory is a big victory. So celebrate yourself, no matter if it was small to you or big to you, because if God put it in your life, you need to celebrate it. Number five, step out on faith. By stepping out on faith, you will prove to yourself that you are capable of doing the impossible. Remember, you can start small. You do not have to complete the whole dream in one day. I'm going to say that again. You can start small. You do not have to complete the whole dream in one day. It is important to celebrate small victories by rejoicing in those small achievements. Those small achievements will encourage you to continue to reach your ultimate goal. If you feel like I got to write this book or the Lord is telling me to start this business, don't think you have to look at business at the end. Start small. Come up with the name. Come up with the idea. Come up with the business plan. Start small. And when you get those things accomplished, check it off and celebrate. It's so important. It's so important, guys. I am so empowered in this moment. I don't know what to do. I feel like jumping up and down because I'm not only speaking to you, but I'm speaking back to myself. There are some things that's on my plate right now that I have been going round and round and round about. And now I'm taking the authority over it right now. And I'm saying, Sandra, it's time to overcome your fear in that area. Let's do this. You are now equipped to start moving from fearful to fearless. 
I challenge you to invest in yourself and shift from a fear-based perspective to a faith-based perspective. You can do it. You know what? I believe in you. Let me take this moment to encourage you. While on this journey, there may be times when you want to give up and not face your fears. Keep going. Trust the process. God has given you all the necessary tools for you to become fearless. Remember that fear is a choice and you have the power to change the narrative to power, love, and a sound mind or self-control. When you feel overwhelmed, take time to recenter yourself by focusing on what's present. What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you smell? Know that even if it feels like God is distant, he's always with you. Remember the lessons that you've learned and utilize them. You may feel like it's too late to transition to fearlessness or overcome your fear, but it's not. You are exactly where you need to be. Make sure you utilize your five practical steps. Identify the areas of your life consumed with fear. Educate yourself on the things that you're afraid of. Realize that you're not alone, rehearse your past accomplishments, and step out on faith. When you become victorious, celebrate. You deserve to acknowledge this major accomplishment. You can do it. I want you to say that to yourself right now. I can do it. I can do it. I can do anything that I put my mind to. I am capable of doing it. God has equipped me to do it. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I am no longer a slave to fear for I am a child of God. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I am enough. Now it is my prayer that you feel as empowered as I am. Are you ready to overcome your fears, but you need some assistance? Do you feel like you're stuck in a rut and you want to be free? Have you been wrestling with a few things and can't seem to find the answer? Are you ready to grow spiritually? If you answer yes to any of these questions, then you would be the perfect client for me to personally coach. As your spiritual or life coach, I will create a one-on-one -on -one partnership designed to empower you to discover your God-given potential to fulfill the dreams and goals already inside of you. My coaching mission is to empower, encourage, and inspire people to discover their purpose, build their faith, and enhance their self-esteem and self-worth. I look forward to engaging with you and help you to reach your next level moment. To schedule a session with me, you can go to my personal website, lasandrabarnes.com, or to my business website, royalwoneenterprise.com. All right, all right, all right. We are at the end of the show. I hope you guys are empowered, inspired, and uplifted. I feel so good today. I want to take time and thank you for joining me for my second episode. I look forward to providing you with more encouraging content that empowers you to discover your purpose, embrace your identity, and engage your faith tenaciously. If you want to book a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me, you can. Click the link in the show notes to schedule a session. If you have questions that you want answered on the show, about purpose, faith, relationships, or anything in general, email me at info at to ask your question. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share to the podcast. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, follow me online on Instagram and Twitter is Miss Royalty 143 on Facebook, Dr. Lysandra Barnes. 
I want to thank you again. You have been listening to the Royal One Podcast, where I empower women the royal way. God bless you. Bye.